Hello, everybody, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the post-nuclear podcast, episode 266. And as you could probably tell by my voice, I once again am sick, and I have no clue what happened. I went to a show uh, the weekend before this came out, and I'm just, I I got sick. It was cold out, I know. Uh, I was around people, which is my own fault. I should have done that. I had a good time, though. My friend passed out of the show. That was scary. But we're here. Uh, I got to bring you something. I'm going to bring you a shorter episode because I I refuse to miss one. But I'm just not feeling great. (laughs) I don't think it's COVID. It's my... uh, There's like certain sides. I can't taste. Not that I can't taste it. My taste is really dull. Uh, so I'm hoping that it's not COVID because I think it's just the flu. Any, anyway, all I'm saying is if you find yourself in Denver, don't be surprised. If you, but I want to bring you something quick. So I'm, I'm going to give you this week's lore. I, I, I just, I feel like ass. I, I had to take off of work and my job sucks and they're, they're weird about you taking off. So I had to like go in cause I, I, my time got all messed up and I had to go in for like five hours there. I am sick. Just being sick. Around everybody else, go, cool, now everyone else is going to slowly get sick, and slowly the workforce will be dropping off. Before I can do this lore, I have to thank some people, the people who let the show grow and get bigger and stronger every week. Those are the people that are part of the Patreon. Now, there's a link in the description below to the Patreon. There is the $1 tier, which even at the $1 tier, your voice gets heard in choosing the lore, but there's also the $10 tier, the highest it goes, the film live for a studio audience tier where you can listen to these episodes get recorded live and be part of a studio audience this week i didn't do it because i'm sick wednesday and thursday i was feeling atrocious this episode's probably going to come out later than i'd like to but i'm in just such a miserable way that i've only been recording so far for about three minutes that's including me stopping to cough and sneeze and blow my nose and i'm already incredibly exhausted because of it but thank you to, to the people who support i want to thank you real quick Starting from the top, I have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, I have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, I have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. After Marcus, I have to thank Mellow Millhouse. Thank you to Mellow Millhouse. Last but certainly not least, I have to thank Ca- I have to thank Captain Lennox. Thank you to Captain Lennox. Because of you guys, the show continues to grow and get bigger and better and stronger, and hopefully its immune system isn't completely destroyed now this week i went into the patreon and i asked the question of some of the robots that you get to see some of the automatons you get to see in the fallout series that you get to see immediately one of the biggest things in my opinion that brings you into the world of fallout being a retro futuristic world is getting to see robots and getting to see machines interact with people and i don't just mean synths but i mean robots like robot ass robots and I thought there's two robots that I could really think of. There's Andy, the Mr. Handy from Fallout 3 that cuts your birthday cake and messes it up. And he's kind of like a buddy of yours. And there's Victor, a robot who saves your life. So I asked the Patreon what they wanted to hear. And in the poll, every single week, they answered. If you'd like to hear any lore, and I mean any lore whatsoever, make sure you're in the Patreon. Because once a week, I'll ask a poll question. And if you're in the Patreon, even at the lowest $1 tier to the highest of a $10 tier, your voice is heard when it comes time to pick this week's lore. And this week's lore, by way of Patreon, is coming to us about Victor from Fallout New Vegas. 
Victor is a PDQ-88B Robco Security Model 2060-B Securitron with his overly friendly demeanor and cowboy personality. The courier can ask him uh, once he gets out of Doc Mitchell's office, how did you get to Good Springs? And Victor will reply with, I moseyed into town, oh, 10, 15 years ago. Before that, I, huh, I can't quite seem to recall. Odd. Anyway, it's a right peaceful town, and I reckon it's as fine a place to settle as any. No one in town quite knows where he came from either. They claim that his old owner lived in what is now just Victor's shack, and there's a pre-war flag that's there. There's a pre-war American flag, a pre-war U.S. flag that's there, but it's all in tatters. And I want to talk about that in just a moment. But no one has formally owned this shack since 2274. Even before the courier got to Good Springs, Victor would just kind of roll around occasionally. And between this and his cheery cowboy act, most of the other people in town didn't really trust Victor. They didn't really know what to think about him, especially because he just kind of rolled around and didn't help anybody else. He didn't care to speak to anybody else. Once Mr. House found the platinum chip in Sunnyvale, he tasked Victor to return it, him being a uh, securitron that could be nearby, hiring seven different couriers from the Mojave Express, six of them being decoys, and the seventh to, to carry the real trip, which is Ulysses. And this made me think that the flag outside of Victor's shack is much like the flag that Ulysses bears, and it's never explicitly said, but I very much think that Ulysses is the man who used to own Victor. House has the ability to control all the Securitrons because they're all his. And he'll control them from a distance, but it very much seems like Ulysses may have had control of him. Nothing I read proves that directly, but that's very much the feeling that I got from that is that uh, Ulysses owned Victor and he lived in Good Spring for a spell. Ulysses refuses this job and it fell to the courier that you play in New Vegas. During Benny's interception of the chip with the cons Jessup and McMurphy, he uh, then shoots the courier twice in the head, and Mr. House sees all of this through Victor and later makes Victor dig up the courier. The courier can ask to Mr. House, why didn't you intervene sooner when Benny ambushed me? House can reply with, why didn't Victor intervene sooner, you mean? Good Springs is a bit too far away for me to reliably control a Securitron agent by remote. I can send and receive packets of data at best. Victor's combat algorithm determined the proper course of action. Benny and his thugs were more than a match for a lone Securitron. When he alerted me, I instructed him to approach the site after Benny and the others had departed. Victor then digs up the courier and takes him to Doc's Mi- Doc Mitchell's house, and Doc Mitchell patches him up, and then Victor becomes sort of like your liaison, sort of like your just your tour guide through the beginning of New Vegas. Now, he's supposed to show up in three different places, Good Springs, Novak, Boulder City, and The Strip. There should be some footage on screen, but from everything I got, I couldn't get, uh, I couldn't get Victor to proc at Boulder City, which I thought was crazy. I went there, I did the quest quick, just kind of went in, I saw what the condition was to get him to pop up, and nothing happened. Now I get all my lore off of fallout.fandom.com, the Nukeopedia, 
if you will. And there's some things I'd like to read directly off the wiki real quick for you. The quest that he is, that Victor is involved in is they went that away after coming out of Doc Mitchell's house. He'll help you out. The house always wins upon entering the strip. Uh, he'll be in front of the 38 and he lets you inside. We must stop beating like this. Victor will trail the players throughout their search of the men who shot them. He will show up in the perimeter surrounding Good Springs, Novak, Boulder City, and the Strip. And like I said prior, I couldn't get him to pop up. And there's also one called We Must Stop Meeting Like This. After going on the main road, one may get attacked by some Cazadors, and Victor will help fight them off. Again, not something I could get to work. If the courier kills or disables Mr. House, Victor will disappear. His permanently disabled shell will be in front of his shack in Good Springs. If the courier sides with House, Victor continues to play his role as the elevator man in 38. Victor can be asked and will agree to help defend Good Springs in the ghost town gunfight. However, he doesn't show up, and afterward, a science check of 25 reveals that he was remotely deactivated, while Victor claiming it was a command he never heard before. So how sees that you're trying to help out this town? He goes, yeah, I need Victor for more than this. Shut him down. He kind of has the same thing that Yes Man has, that if Yes Man goes down, he can just kind of be his... his intelligence as AI can be ported over to other Securitrons. There's actually a point when you get to New Vegas where there's a Securitron in front of 38 and there's a Securitron by the gate of New Vegas and he just like switches like like a 15 foot distance. Just one robot to the other. But if you have the robotics expert perk, you can disable him forever and he won't jump into other robots. He's actually scripted as a companion and he follows the courier, meaning that he fast travels when you fast travel and his inventory can be searched. In all of New Vegas, there's only two Securitrons that actually have a melee ability. Victor, and the other one being... I'm not going to read the whole thing, but... 01001110111011011 binary code. He's one of the only Securitrons that, when the Mark II upgrade is applied, he gets the better weapons, but he doesn't actually change his face. Victor's name and his face that is displayed on his screen are both references to Vegas Vic, a neon sign on the outside of the Pioneer Club on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Hopefully I'll get to go see that this year. That's about it. That's, there's not really much to Victor. He's a cool robot. He's, a, he's the man who introduces you to New Vegas. He introduces you to the world. He saves your life. I just wanted to talk about him a little bit because that, my friends, is this week's lore. All right, so... um. I'm exhausted. Thanks for sticking around for this one, guys. I'm sorry it's so short. Hopefully next week I won't be so down in the dumps. Like I said, I don't think it's the vid, but uh, we'll see. I hope you guys are well. In the description below is a link to the socials, my Twitter, Kyle's Twitter, the show's Twitter. If you like the intro music, it's by the one and only Shane Ivers. You can get all of his free music at silvermansounds.com slash free music. And if you like the intro, it's Feather Duster. Shout out again to the Patreon. I love you guys. Again, there's a link to the Redbubble, link to the Twitters. Uh, a link to everything down there. I'm so sorry this one's so short, but I'm, I'm filming this one, recording this one at the 11th hour, and I'm beat, and I really need to take a nap. It's it's 2.57 p.m. on a Friday. This episode has to come out in, like, less than 12 hours. I love you, and I'll be seeing you soon. Uh, I'll see you next week, and hopefully I won't feel like hot garbage. Love you, bye. Atomic Radio Hour. This has been a production made by your friends at Gulman Entertainment.